Good evening sa lahat. Ako si Pierre Nada. Welcome to another episode of Campaign Convos. It's been two weeks since the start of the official campaign period and already ang dami nang nangyayari. And ito na nga yung episode natin today is all about the splitting of tandems, yung mga people mixing and matching candidates. So bagong lahat, uh, magpapakilala kaming mga host niya sa Campaign Convos. I'm Pierre Nada, Rappler Reporter covering the Isko Moreno and Willie, Willie Ong Tandem. Hello everyone, I'm Aika Ray and I cover Team Pacquiao Achenza. Ako si Lian Buan, kinakover ko ang frontrunner si Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr. Ako si Rambo Talabang, kinakover ko si Senator Spantilo Lapson at saka Senate President Vicente Soto III. Hi everyone, I'm Jairo Boliedo. I'm covering the campaign of Yodi de Guzman and his running mate Walden Belli. Okay, so siguro many of you are wondering bakit uh, itong topic na to. Well, the past week, if you've not been listening to the news, may isang controversy sa campaign trail na kung saan si Isko Moreno pumunta sa Maguindanao at uh, napansin ng lahat na wala doon si Willie Ong. And uh, kasabay pa nun, si Isko Moreno pumunta siya around Maguindanao in in trucks na may, may mukha niya at ni Sara Duterte. So parang it was all about Isko Sara. And kumbaga parang people were saying na inabandon niya si, si Willie Ong. So it reminded us of the fact na yung tandem sa elections, construct lang siya in reality. Kasi diba, ito yung binubuo ng mga parties sa election. Pero actually, um, yung mga Pilipino, pwede naman nila iboto isang candidate, tapos isa pang candidate mula sa separate tandem. So, um, yun yung interesting thing in Philippine elections. Medyo unique siya kasi alam natin, for example, sa US, di ba, if you elect, if you vote a president, yung kanyang vice president, yung automatic na vice president ano mga elect. So, um, siguro, first off, no, kasi I cover Isko Moreno Willie Ong, so I have, my, I, I hear my own, I hear the groups in that camp talk about the Willie Ong erasure ko, no. Ano namang gusto ko malaman, anong thoughts niyo, guys, dun sa Willie, dun sa nangyari sa Maginda daw, and do you think na may effect ito or does it say something about like our culture and our politics? Siguro ako yung una kong napansin, napaisip ako kung how VP Lenny Robredo reacted when kong Joey Salceda endorsed her and Sara Duterte kung inembrace niya ba ito the same way that Mayor Isko Moreno embraced it. And I think not kasi I think solid naman yung Lenny Kiko. So yun yung una kong naisip na parang if Paano ba paano ba ang ano ang siste pag ganun kapag inendorse ka kasama ng isang VP na hindi mo tandem how are you supposed to react and siguro yun din yung tanong ko sa Pia actually and to the other campaign ano what did you think of the as, at least the Moreno camp even admitting na talagang they asked i think i read it in your report Pia uh, even to the extent of asking Willie Ong to sit out that leg of the campaign. Yung parang hindi lang in-embrace as sinabihan siyang huwag ka munang pumunta. Sa akin, napakalaking start. Go, 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 go. Hindi, go. Ikaw muna, Rambo. Stark difference sa akin nun. Kasi kinakover ko si Lacton si Soto. Sobrang tight talaga nila eh. As in, kami talaga magkasama hanggang matapos ito. Yeah, watching watching itong mga kandidato niya na parang naglalaglakan nata sila para lang manalo sila. Yun yung tanong ko rin and I'm, I'm wondering... Um, siyempre mga kandidato, how much would they give up to win this elections? Would that also mean dropping their running mate? Gaano ba kahalaga talaga ang running mate? Ang tanda ko kasi, um, yung si Isko Moreno, hindi agad-agad siya nakahanap ng kandidato eh, di ba? Si Willie mm-hmm. Leong parang surprise din siya sa atin. Kaya parang lumalabas din yung cracks dito sa relationship. Kung agad-agaran itong binuo, agad-agaran din itong pwedeng i-dismantle. Yun yung nakikita ko. Sige. Siguro I can give some context rin coming from my experience covering them, no? Talagang 
what surprised me was yung sinabi ni Lito Banaya, yung campaign manager ni Isko Moreno, na Saturday lang niya daw, sinabihan si Willie Ong, eh, the, the next day, yun na yung maginda ng event. So parang in my mind, all this time, all the way till Saturday, akala ni Willie Ong sasama siya. So parang, parang medyo, parang acceptable pa if a week ago niya, winarn, di ba, na, oh, there might be some sorties where you have to sit out or um, baka because of the political reality on the ground. Parang gets ko naman yun. I think may gets naman ni Willie Ong na, oh, kailangan, kailangan minsan uh, maglaro ni Isko. Um, but another thing siguro na hindi ko rin mag-gets is, kahit sa motorcade man lang, baka pwedeng sinama siya, or at least may rule na wag maglagay ng isa poster sa, sa van or sa motorcade. So, yung little things like that, it just really tells me as a reporter covering the two of them na si Isko Moreno talagang may hint of desperation in a way, yung kanyang, you know, pakiride on dun sa ISA tandem or sa ISA movement. Kasi, gets ko naman, everybody gets that you need to do everything to win, right? But, syempre, parang people will also judge you based on how loyal you are as a person or kung may paninindigan ka sa party mo. And I remember Isko Moreno saying, noong October, di ba, parang pinuna niya si Lenny Robredo na, ikaw nga, parang, parang palipat ka ng party or parang you abandoned liberal party, naging independent candidate ka, so how can we trust you as a leader if you can't even be loyal to your party? So now, that's really rich coming from him kasi mismong candidate, uh, running mate niya na, ka-party mate niya sa Action Demokratiko, it seems na in-abandon niya. Obviously, after that, syempre, may mga statements na Willie Ong is our uh, only VP or only running mate, pero yung actions niya sa Maguindanao really kind of undermines all that messaging. Pia, may tanong ako. So, pumunta bang Maguindanao si Willie Ong? Did he have a plane ticket? I'm not sure if he had a plane ticket initially, but for sure wala siya dun. In fact, he was in Manila and sabi ni Lito Banayo na he flew back the night of Sunday para i-mag-prepare sila for the CNN debate. Tapos sumama na siya after sa mga Rizal Sorti sa Cavite. I think nakasama siya. Pero yun. Pero it brings me to mind Ah, sige. Oh, sige, go. Actually, oh, tanong ko lang kay Lian, parang yung BBM camp ba, hindi ba sila na-rattle na mayroong mga ganitong klaseng pairing up? I mean, we know that cross-voting is not unusual naman. But meron ba counter-strategies para lang mabakuran yung vice president nila? Alam mo, mahirap. Um, siguro ito yung tandem na mahirap mong i-size up kung ano yung nararamdaman nila or ano yung yung sasabihin nila or yung stance nila kasi nga ano sila eh, unity forever and ever ganon tapos they're uh, they're close off to media hindi mo sila matatanong so i have had to devise a way to see indications of magdagbabago ba yung ihip ng hangin ganon which is their speeches for one um and their overall messaging kasi pag nagbago na kasi yung yung speech nila iisa lang yan kaya ko nang i-recite <laughs> Memorize ko na. Uh, alam na alam ko na yung speech ni BBM tsaka ni Sarah. Pag nagbago na sila ng konti, dun mo na makita na, uy, mm-hmm. nagbago. Ibig sabihin, they're trying to recalibrate their campaign to either respond to a, ano, to a incident. Kaya yung pagpo-post kanina ni Mayor Sara Duterte sa kanyang Facebook or kahapon ata yon na sinasabi niyang Sarah and BBM were are and will be the only one team ganon obviously may effect kasi di ba hindi naman hindi naman yung gagawin ni Mayor Sara kung walang effect sa kanila or sa mga supporter nila yung mga nangyayaring pairing pairing up na ganyan kasi ganun nga sila eh, na parang magpapakita doon ko sila na nasa size up na ama ah, effect to sa kanila kasi nagbabago sila ng messaging and 
kung sila lang ang tatanungin, hindi nila babaguhin yung messaging nila of unity. Pero yun, yun yung napansin ko. Pero sobrang telling para sa akin na yung inaagaw na VP, si Sarah. Kasi diba may Isko Sarah, meron ding Lenny Sarah. Wala naman tayo nirin na Isko Tito Sen or uh, diba, Sarah Tito uh, I mean Lenny Tito Sen. So, diba, like it says a lot that Sarah is kind of a sought after katandem. And I'm wondering if hmm. may narinig ka na si Sarah nag-publicly rebuke kay Isko Moreno, like criticize him, anything, or even kay, well, si Lenny before naman, meron siyang some words for Lenny Robredo. Pero during the campaign period, may narinig ka bang parang harsh criticism of the two, those two, from her? Wala pa, wala pa. At uh, parang the most that Sarah Duterte has said about any candidate was her response nung binabara siya ni Walden Bello dun sa issue ng um, mandatory military service. But other than that, wala. Kasi alam mo, ang messaging talaga ng unity, either kami yung inaape at kami lang yung mabait. Ganun sila eh. Um, so, wala pa. Wala pa so far. Jairo, si, si Calio, di ba siya si Walden Bellio? Mayroon ba silang any reaction to yan, itong mga mixing and matching na parang does it say something about these politicians na for them parang masama? Samin kasi ni Rambo eh. I I don't know. Siguro sa amin tatlo, kami yung tandem talaga ng solid talaga. Because especially for Liodi and, and Bellio, sobrang stick to each other nila. Kasi originally, di ba, back in July or September 2021, prior to the filing of candidacy, originally talaga na parang ang poise na tatakbo was Bellio. But eventually parang he gave way to Liodi. So medyo, alam mo yun, stick talaga sila. Saka parang wala silang pake. They never talked about it. They're just focused on their campaign, on their platforms, and they never really talked about yung ganitong klase ng um, yung mga, yung mga cross-voting o yung parang pag-mix-mix sa mga pairs. Saka naman yung take ko dun kay, ano, kay Bongbong. I think mahirap talaga silang basahin, pero kasi siguro parang they learned their lesson, di ba? Kasi parang at least for the past two national elections in 2010 saka 2016, yung magkaiba talaga yung nananalang president and vice president. Parang they came from different yeah. um, different parties. For example, in 2016, diba? Duterte and then Robredo. So I think parang nag-iingat sila doon kasi somewhat, diba? I've read some Duterte supporters back then in 2016 when I was yeah monitoring the news. Parang iba sa kanila, parang they voted for Duterte and Marcos, not necessarily mm-hmm. Duterte Caetano or Miriam, Duter- Miriam Marcos. Some of them voted for Duterte while while some of them voted for Robredo. So I think nag-iingat sila with this um, with this yung parang pagmi-mix ng mga matches talaga. Oh, parang may feeling ako na in a way rogue operations ito ng isang rogue element ng campaign team na parang kumpaka hindi nila hindi nila sinusuport publicly yung nangyayari pero at the same time they let it happen kasi nga may strategic value in mixing and matching. Like if hindi ka makakuha ng support from this group of people, 'di ba? Kung may unofficial tandemizing with another. Parang pwede kang kumuha ng votes doon. And I think that's exactly the point like with um, Duterte Bongbong before, yung Dubong. Naalala ko si Jose Calida, nakita ko nag, nag-empanado siya tapos part siya ng Dubong movement noon eh, nung 2016 campaign sa, sa Lawag City. Na parang it's really, it was really a way to capture the Ilocos votes for for Duterte. So same thing here, like with uh, with Isko, way siya to capture Mindanao kasi alam natin na very weak si Isko doon 8% lang siya. And may sinabi nga ni Aris Arugay, isang political science professor, na it's possible na yung yung support for Bongbong in Mindanao, it's contingent on on his being Sarah's you know, standard bearer. And so may chance na yung 83% na nakuha ni Sarah, pwedeng iba doon, pumunta kay Isko. 
'di ba? Kasi if if makita na ng magandang mm. parents sila, pwede. Pero Lian, bakit sumubok ako sa sa Mindanao? Uh, contingent ba talaga yung support for Marcos kay Sarah or mayroon naman siyang sariling hugot doon na separate from the Sarah factor? I'll tell you this, no? Hindi pa siya pumupuntang Mindanao apart from mm-hmm. that time before the official campaign period when he went with Sarah to Tagum. At ang um, comment ka ng mga tao, why Tagum? Why not Davao City? Diba? Eh, pero at that time kasi either kaka-withdraw pa lang ni Bongo or hindi pa nag-withdraw si Bongo. So the observers were saying, hindi siya pwedeng pumunta ng Davao City kasi Bongo pa yung mga tao doon. And I think isa pa sa crucial or parang precarious na elemento ng palitan ng mga tandem na to is President Rodrigo Duterte has not cast um, his lot with um, a presidential candidate. So kung Mindanao lang din ang pag-uusapan, baka isa yun sa mga tipong inaaral ng mabuti ng Marcos campaign kung paano nila inanavigate. Kasi talo siya doon noong 2016. May stigma din ang Marcos and Mindanao. Siyempre, nandiyan yung martial law atrocities, nandiyan yung Jabe the Massacre, nandiyan yung paratang na si Marcos yung humarang sa Bangsamoro Basic Law, although he denies this sa mga recent interview niya. So, it's a precarious spot in the in the map, kumbaga. So, titignan natin closely. We will watch very closely how he will navigate Mindanao and how Sarah will try to deliver Mindanao for him. Kasi galing na si Sarah sa Ilocandie. So, titignan natin kung paano ang kanilang magiging laro sa Mindanao. Question for all of you. Kasi... Uh, mayroon talagang tendency yung mga Pinoy, as Jaira pointed out, na mag, mag-mix and match sa elections ng VP and President. So, from us Duterte supporter na kausap ko, uh, sabi niya, she voted Duterte for President and Lenny for VP in 2016. And yung kanyang reasoning is, gusto daw niya na mag-cancel out daw yung, parang mag- magka-balance ba? Kasi kung si Duterte macho man, si Lenny parang taga taga-panghinahon daw sa kanya or something. Obviously, that didn't really happen, right? But we we do, as Filipinos, have this tendency to vote from different tandems. Parang gumagawa tayo ng sarili natin combinations. And I have a feeling that it has something to do with the personality traits perceived in these candidates. So, parang sa inyo, like, do you think that's true? And why do you think may ganong tendency? Kasi the last time uh, an official tandem won was the tandem of Gloria Arroyo and Noli De Castro. That's 2004. After noon, di ba? Si Arab and um, GMA, right? They didn't run together. And then si um, Pinoy, B- Pinoy and Binay. Then, of course, Duterte Lenny. So, di ba? Parang polar opposite sila. So, kayo, anong take nyo dun? Bakit ganun tayo bumoto as, as a country, as a nation? Sa akin, ano, um, dun lang to sa experience ko sa pakipag-usap sa mga supporters and voters. For example, in 2016, as Pia pointed out earlier, most of my relatives voted for Duterte, but they actually voted for Robredo because they see Duterte mm. as parang father figure. Para kasi for them, for, for some people, not speaking on everyone, and this is not scientifical, this is purely observation. For some people, they consider president kasi as head of the family. Parang they consider mm. yung president parang tatay or parang padre de familia, while the vice president is parang yung ilaw ng tahanan, yung taga-balance. So it has something to do with how they perceive candidates. So for example, Maybe the bong-bong choosing Sarah would be the more, you know, logical and parang for them is the best way kasi parang si Sarah, tough, babae, pero tough na babae and then si bong-bong is perceived as naaape mm-hmm. or, or parang lalaki pero naaape. So they're balancing out. So yun, yun, yun yung observation ko on my part. But siguro there has to be a discussion of 
naiintindihan ba nating lahat what the role of the vice president is because we have a tendency to put di ko naman minamaliit yung ano no yung office of the vice president but we have a tendency to put too much weight on the vice president as if that vice president has the capacity mm-hmm. or even the mandate to change the course of the presidency when in fact wala naman siyang mandate kundi maging um, spare tire and di ba nga um yung kanyang yung kanyang cabinet post ay nakadepende lang the vice president as the cabinet secretary serves at the pleasure of the president na nakita mm-hmm. na natin Aquino Binay time Duterte Robredo time na pag ayaw na nun ng presidente walang wala ng cabinet post yung ano yung vice president that's why medyo may dating sa akin yung very conviction may con- with conviction na sinabi ni Sara na pag naging vice president ako I will Hindi, hindi ko alam kung verbatim niyang I will make sure, ha? pero nag-promise siya ng isang legislative promise when sa utak ko, what is your mm-hmm. business promising enacting a law? Eh, wala ka, hindi mo power yon Parang ganun. So, maybe that's why Sara Duterte is exciting as a VP candidate kasi malakas yung dating niya and we've seen how influential she was being part of the triumvirate that ousted uh, Pantaleon Alvarez in the House. So yun, kaya medyo exciting siguro yung Sara Duterte, VP. But I think lahat tayo kailangan nating tandaan that kung magpapares ka ng opposition VP sa isang president at inaasahan mong siya yung, parang siya yung boses mo sa isang tyrannical presidency, parang hindi naman siya ganun ka-sustainable. Right. oh yun na nga. Tsaka that's why some political reformers yung actually yung call nila actually is to reform it is to amend the constitution para daw we elect uh, a tandem together para hindi palaging you know like opposition yung VP kasi pag opposition yung VP diba yun nga nagkakabangayan nagkakaproblema they can't un- unite for like the common good um and may party politics palagi so ako personally i think that makes sense because it's really so tiring to cover like conflict when may pandemic problema and damaging crisis and then all they can think about is party versus party so baka nga it's high time i for i not like for example si Isko yun yung isang political reform na gusto daw niya i guess an answer to the willy ong issue diba na parang that we should be elected as a tandem whatever but kayo like anong thoughts niyo doon like in your in your candidates um do you see any interesting combos for example like since alam niyo kilala niyo naman sila any mga interesting pair ups that you think would work given their personality traits and what wouldn't work or what's what's being floated that just doesn't fly ako yung sagot ko ay tanong anong stance ni Willie Ong kay Marcos ba alam mo sabi niya close kami sa so interview oh, namin ni- <laughs> Le, sabi niya Kasi friends naman daw siya with everyone so I mean, how sorry, kasi re- Marcos Kenan, I sorry Pia, parang hindi match ang Marcos Kiko, hindi match for sure ang Marcos um, Bello. So, I mean, oh, siguro, ah. ang hindi ko na alam, ikaw ay, kaano bang stance ni Lito Atienza sa mga mga Marcos? Eh, syempre, antay siya, di ba? Antay Marcos si, um, si Achech. I remember, parang naging political prisoner ata siya before. So, okay. every time na meron siyang Meron siyang program kasi um, every day, mga 2 p.m. ganyan. Tapos basically, pag meron siyang chance na pwede niya patamaan yung Marcoses, pinapatamaan niya yung Marcoses, parang sinasabi niya, no, hindi dapat. So, yun. Tsaka actually, si, si Achenza, parang sinasabi niya, doon din siya sa tandem party. Eh. Kung hindi niya maboto si Manny Pacquiao, hindi ko ginawa ko yung boto. Parang ganun siya. Actually, di ba yung finifloat dati? Isko, Pacquiao? I'm thinking now, 
kung anong maging dynamics nun. Kasi, parang ano eh, like, they're roughly the same age, yun yung alam ko. And, yun ko, parang hindi siya... Mas bata siya, si Pacquiao. Ah, mas 43 ba? Ilan taon na ba si Pacquiao? 40. Basta mas bata si Pacquiao. I think mga 44 ata. Birthday siya noong December. I forgot po. Pero kung sila yung tandem, I guess yung advantage nun parang Luzon, Metro Manila, and Mindanao, parang unity also, parang from north and south. Pero like in terms of personality trait, hindi ko nakita masyado nag-jigel sila together. Parang the chemistry is off for me. Ewan ko lang ko sa inyo. Pero, yeah. Yun nga, di ba parang si Pacquiao, they really wanted to get him as a VP. Si Lenny, di ba mm. before? Parang they wanted to do that um, united opposition thing wherein si Pacquiao, they're asking him to be his VP. Pero si Pacquiao kasi ano eh, um, ambitious. So I think dun siya, so um, meron akong mga nakikita rin mga um, mga sinasabi ng mga tao. No, na basically, they're saying na um, si Pacquiao has good ideas, ganyan. Or sometimes, yung sinasabi nila na parang um, they think it's early for him to run for the presidency or become even become president. So parang some people are actually saying na parang um, maybe it's better for him to be VP, ganyan. Kaya lang, syempre, nung last year, tumakbo na talaga siya for president. And I think, in, speaking of yung mga tandems, ganyan, we have to remember, di ba nga na, si Lenny wanted to be, wanted Pacquiao to be his VP before. Pero si Pacquiao naman gusto niya baliktad. So yun, I think, parang it's going to be difficult, given na ganito nga siya eh. I think it's going to be difficult for him to be a VP right now, given that ganun nga yung attitude niya. Gusto niya siya yung nagiging, hindi siya yung sumusunod. Rambo, pwede ba ang Marcos Soto? <laughs> Alam mo, listening to you guys, nag-iisip ako anong bagay, di ba? Siyempre, Marcos Soto, feeling ko big no, kasi no to ano na sila, Marcos Soto, di ba? Interesting sa akin, siguro, Isko tapos Soto, ano sila hmm. doon, parang ikulaga, gano'n. Magiging silang showbiz tandem, di ba? Tsaka, siguro, Powerful. this is just, ano ah, imagining wild ah, kasi di ba, another, another, dynamic for presidential, vice-presidential um, tandems is kung anong kulang ko, ibigay mo sa akin. Kung anong kulang mo, ibigay ko sa'yo. So siguro pwede maging advisor ni Isko si, si Soto. Pero yung mm-hmm. ba may ganun dynamics din na kung anong butas ko, pwedeng ipampuna ng PP. Kasi kay Isko, alam ko kaya rin niya binabanggit si si Willie Ong kasi diba ang kanyang vice mayor din sa Manila, Dr. Dati, yung kulang mm-hmm. pa sa medical ano gagamitin ko. Dito kay Lakson at kay Soto, silang dalawa at alam nilang mga vetero, veterano sila eh. Tapos ang, ang sasabihin ni Lakson, ang kulang sa kanya ay yung karisma, di ba? Ibibigay sa kanya yun ni Soto. Kaya siguro kung si Lakson magkakaroon ng kasama, dapat makarisma din. Si Bellio ba? Hindi <laughs> <laughs> na si Bellio. Pero um, malabo siguro kung si Sarah rin. Kasi parang hindi, ano eh, matanda na rin. Matanda-tanda na rin si Lapson eh. Yun yung problema din. Alam naman ito ng team ni Senator Lapson na hindi siya makarisma. Kaya inisip ko parang hirap niya kanapan ng pair. Pero ako si Senator Soto, feeling ko madali siya makakajive. Kasi kung sino-sino nakakasama niya eh, di ba? From Itbulaga to Senate. Look at his range. I mean, his range. His range. Feeling ko, ano, feeling ko mahanapan ng paraan mag-gel ang Lapson, Sara Duterte. Kasi... Pareho silang may kamay na bakal, ano eh, kamay na bakal mentality. Eh, diba? mm-hmm. True. Pero would Lakson ever be, be willing to do that? Lakson, Sarah? Parang hindi nga eh. <laughs> Oo nga eh. Kapit talaga siya kay Soto talaga eh. Talagang... Ah, may tanong ako actually kay Jairo. Jairo, may tanong ako. 
Kasi alam yeah. naman natin na um, Leody Waldenbello, the partido laban ng masa, they shun the elite, aka the liberal party, kasi para sa kanila elitista ang liberal party. Pero Robredo outside of the LP, uh, are they also looking at her like she's part of the elite? And also pointing out, in fairness naman to VP, na public interest lawyer siya. At yung mga naging kliyente niya naman in the past or her human rights advocacies have, are aligned to Kinaliodi and Walden Bello. How do they look at VP outside of the LP? Alam mo, that's really, that's really a good question, Ligan. Kasi parang, I know, they never mentioned, they never talked about VP Lenny outside of the, the, the elite LP, no? Pero kasi, if I, ano, if, if we can remember right, no October, uh, just right after Leody filed his candidacy, talagang among the presidential balls, and even Walden, si Robredo lang talaga yung medyo inispare nila sa mga tirades nila. As in, I remember Leody saying na parang si Robredo lang da, yung enabler, ni Duterte, to some extent, and talagang, ano naman daw talaga, kung nagkataon lang naman talaga na parang nagbit yung platforms nila, parang hindi na talaga siya tatakbo. So I think, okay naman talaga sa kanila si, si VP Lenny Robredo as, as herself. I think, yung yung good choice nga din with Robredo choosing to be an independent candidate kasi to some level nagkasundo talaga sila for the record nung partido lakas ng masa with their platform it just happened na parang yeah nagkagulatan tumakbo si Lodi and then si Bello. pero yeah i think align naman talaga yung yung values nila yung mga platforms nila tapos ano mean, very interesting kasi if titingnan mo yung mga tirades ni Walden kasi si Professor Walden mainly kasi yung mag-tweet kasi minsan hindi mo nakakailangan ano Dito pa dumaan ng Viber group kasi talagang pag may reaction siya sa lahat ng bagay especially sa mga questionable takes ng mga um, senator ng mga presidential and vice presidentials. Alam mo very limited lang yung tirades ni Robredo, not as much as compared to Son, to Sara Duterte na nagreply talaga siya ng bongga-bongga to Isko Moreno. So yeah, I think hindi yung problem with them eh, yung yung elite politics. Hindi lang talaga hindi lang hindi na lang siya limited sa ano sa LP kasi dati iyon yung tawag nila doon. But now, they're also comprising other presidentables from other parties even they're not from LP. So, Jairo, actually interesting yung comment. Sabi nga ni Joanna Rodriguez, Lenny Walden would be a good pair. Tapos may comment dito, Isko Lacson? Or is it Lacson Isko? Pareho silang presidential. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so, baka... Si Ay, kaya ito may question. Ayan. Hindi, sasabihin ko lang actually yung nakikita ko rin sa Twitter. As in, yung mga tao parang sinasabi nila, they couldn't vote for uh, Kiko Pangilinan kasi it's too elite. So parang they would opt for mm. Walden Bellio. So may mga ganun silang... Oh. So yun nga, sinabi ka din ng commenter. Si Lenny oh, nga, actually parang iniisip ko, is any anyone pairing Lenny with other bets aside from Sarah? Kasi yung Lenny, Sarah, alam ko may movement yun sa Davao eh. And yun nga, sabi nyo si, si um, Joey Salceda, diba? Isang chief proponent nun. Or like, can you imagine Lenny any other VP? <laughs> oh, I can imagine Lenny with Walden. Kasi kahit papano naman, Walden used to be part of the liberal. I mean, the liberal spectrum, di ba? He came Bayan, from a minority list, di ba? He resigned during Pinoy's time. But yung, yung ano niya, yung, yung, yung values niya naman niya as a person is very, of course, soft them. So hindi naman masyadong malayo pa rin sa liberal, di ba? Saka yung policies nila very close to each other, yung mga takes nila on everything, their take on martial law, the anti-Duterte Marcos stance, kasi yun yung mismong ano nila eh, yung mismong pinanghawakan at yung 
platform. So I can imagine them working together. Plus, Pero Golden Value naman. <laughs> Ayas, Pia. Si Lenny Soto kaya. Magpa-fly kaya yun. Huwindi na sila eh. Huwindi na yung mga yan eh. Pero maganda yung inanan nyo, pinload ni Aika kanina na yung ayaw nila mapa, na ano, eh, masyadong elitist. Ano yun, marami mga voters din na tinitingnan itong pagboto nila bilang virtue signaling. Pinapakita nila kanilang pinaglalaban. At dito, ayaw nilang sabihin na masyado akong pink. Ito sabihin nila na hindi ako kamping masyado. Ha? Hindi ako full-on kamping ka. Yung vice president ko, hindi si Kiko. Tapos mamaya, hindi naman ako full-on Leoli. Ha? Hindi ako full-on Red. Ha? Yung vice president ko, ito. Tapos kung si BBM, hindi naman ako full-on, ano ha? Hindi ako full-on unity. Meron akong vice president na mas gusto ko. So, may ganun din factor sa tingin ko mga voters na lumalabas at mas nakikita natin ito sa Twitter. Oh, parang identity ako, formation mm-hmm. in their tandem. Mm-hmm. Ako, ano, ang, ang masasabi, ang comment ko lang, I have yet to meet a Marcos supporter who isn't supporting Sarah, but I have mm-hmm. met Sarah supporters who are not necessarily, hindi pa sila sold kay Marcos. So, power, Sarah is a powerful contender. And I think um, it goes without saying and everybody knows it. Kaya, Laging natatanong, um, the, the last one who was able to ask, isa sa mga lucky to be granted an interview with the frontrunner, si Corina Sanchez, tinanong siya if, if he's threatened by those, yung mga speculation na Sarah is just going to succeed him if they win. Um, medyo ano naman, parang general yung answer ni Marco. Sabi niya lang na, of course, he takes all of these disqualification threats very seriously but as far as he's concerned again babalik siya uh, dun sa unity but um alam nating lahat uh, ramdam naman nating lahat how force how force Sarah is and how forceful she could be um if she does win for vice president Lian, ano sa palagi mo yung magiging dynamics kunwari kung Lenny Sarah yung manalo alam mo feeling ko feeling ko lang to ah. again it's not based on um, interviews from a feeling ko lang dahil pareho silang strong lawyers yung alam yung women lawyers na um doesn't uh, parang no nonsense uh, women lawyers parang feeling ko at the end of the day parang um in the middle of the road magkakasundo din naman sila sa ilang mga bagay tsaka ayun um yeah doon lang yun lang yung feeling ko feeling ko lang at dagdag siguro dimension diyan Piat Lian parang di kung mag-criss-cross sila, cross-voting, itong halimbawa si Le- Le- Lenny at saka Sara, kung binoto mo silang dalawa, dala nila sa kanilang likod yung mga backing groups nila. So pag right. you have to wed the groups that are backing them, yeah. si Lenny di ba parang nahirapan din under Duterte administration kasi parang mm-hmm. he all, she also carried the Liberal Party na merong ibang ibang ano, direction at siguro siya merong iba din direction and I think that's something that we can, you know, ruminate on. But I guess yung, yung main difference dyan is si Lenny Parang wala naman siyang history of being pikon. <laughs> kasi si Duterte, kaya siya, kaya niya siya not out si, si Robredo kasi dahil dun sa martial law comments. So, I don't see anything in, in Lenny's history that points to her shutting out someone just because of what they said, for example. Or at least magkakaparang uh, meeting of minds or papatawag niya sa meeting. So, hopefully, like, if yun yung mga yada, diba? parang hindi naman ganun yung, hindi, hindi tayo magkaka-Duterte, Robredo 2.0. Pero anong tingin niya sa isko? Ko, like, do you think mag-work yun? Personality-wise and other factors. Nagpareho silang mayor. Oh. 
Iniisip ko nga, pero like in terms of ano, personality, like Fico mag-work. Kasi si Isko naman very, he's good at getting people on the same table, like on the same page on what to do something. So, hindi, even if we all say Duterte light siya, very similar siya to Duterte. In other ways, very different rin siya. Na hindi rin siya, I mean, he, he will work towards a problem. Like kung may mga bureaucratic hurdles or pol- political hurdles, he'll find a way to solve them without resorting to name-calling or to, you know, violence. Para na yung, syempre, alam natin, yung yellow tarred incident, that's, of course, um, major red flag yun, no, na he can sometimes get emotional. But, um, yeah, kung sila manalo, di ba? I'm, I'm sure they'll find a way. They should find a way to work things out. Meron ding isko, Sarah, sa Cebu, di ba? Yes, so, Visa. Hindi lang... Yes, Visayan <laughs> Alliance hindi or lang, So, hindi lang Mindanao. So, meron na din si Visa. Yeah, so, imagine, people are really creating group supporting them. Yeah, Visa. strange nga eh. Kaya I'm curious Alam to mo, see kung pupunta si Isko sa Davao City. Ano mangyayari? Kung malaki ba yung crowds? Mas malaki ba kay BBM yung crowds? I mean, don't know. Alam niyo, isa pa sa mga pinapoint out ng Summer of Bredo supporters. Um, Siyempre wala din si Miss Mara. She knows very well. Pero Summer of Bredo supporters, in fact, parang ano, in, talaga in-entertain nila yung idea na may possibility talaga na manalo talaga si Lenny and then si Sarah. Mm-hmm. Parang they're open to that idea. But, lagi nang sinasabi, kailangan nating dalin si Kiko kasi kapag si Sarah, yun nanalo, parang papahirapan niya si Robredo kasi parang she will do everything ah. <laughs> just to, I, I don't know, yung speculation nila. Even though yung vice president wala namang mandate aside from being the spare tire of the president. But, yeah, I think mayroong mga, mga brigade, yung mga Robredo supporters, parang sinasabi nila na dapat iboto din natin si Kiko, dapat dalhin din natin si Kiko kasi para ayun, ma-implement ma- 100% yung platform sa kaya mga gusto ni Robert. So dapat daw si Kiko lang or, or nothing. Yung mga ganong sentiments yung some Robert supporters. I think merong isang matinding discussion ngayon among the liberals left because mara- may big chunk of the leftist sector na kahit um, with or without Makabayan or without, with or without Neri, sold sila kay BP Lenny, but their vice president will always be someone who's leftist, and that's why they're going for Lenny Bello. And matindi yung discussion, at least among the circles surrounding me, na yung mga solid Lenny Kiko, eh nagmamakaawa na sa mga kaibigan nila na, kung magli-Lenny kayo, mag-Kiko na rin kayo please, parang ganon. Um, and not for anything, not not that they do not like Bello, or do, they do not believe that Bello could be a good VP, pero parang they're trying to make a case na kung maglilene na lang din kayo, punta na lang din tayo, dun, ito na naman yung pumapasok na doon na lang tayo sa mas winnable. Sino bang mas winnable, si Kiko o si Bello? Mm-hmm. So parang yun. Eh, narinig ko na yun, like, um, personally witnessed it, uh, a begging, begging, other, begging a person begging another person na, sige na, Kiko ka na. Mm-hmm. Alam mo, that's very true. Kaya nga, di ba, sobrang strong ng statement ng si Liodi, hindi naman sa wala siyang keber sa endorsement ng makabayan with with Lenny and um, Kiko. Pero si Liodi, si, si Bello talaga, medyo strong yung statement niya as laban ng masa chairperson against makabayan. Of course, they used to be you know, in the same spectrum of beliefs. But yeah, eventually, yeah, hindi siya yung pinili. I think meron some part of them parang expecting na at the very least, sila yung ano, i-endorse and not Robredo. But I think they're the second choice naman talaga. I mean, ako lang to ah. 
based on the people that I know and yung mga galaw ng mga tao sa paligid. I think sila, nasa choice naman talaga sila. But it just happened that, you know, some people really consider the winnability. And for them, the Robredo and Pangilinan tandem, at least on the opposition side, is the most winnable tandem talaga. So si si Professor Bellio ba has he ever addressed yung yon yung pairing him up with Lemmy? I think it's it's always firm naman with uh, with Lodi talaga. So parang Lodi Bellio forever lang talaga sila. Sinaniniwala talaga siya doon sa ano. Naniniwala talaga siya doon sa tandem nila. Ano mo yung yung mga supporters nila nung nung mga sa mga events nila, especially nung campaign rally. Sinasabi rin nila na ang, ang parang treatment nila kasi kay ano doon sa tandem na yon ay parang ano talaga match made in heaven kasi di ba sabi ni Bellio si Marcos Duterte daw is match made in hell sila daw match made in heaven kasi parang si Calio di makamasa ordinaryo manggagawa labor leader and siya although hindi naman siya from the elite siya yung parang consultant intellectual and the Liodi supporters and the Liodi team pertains to Professor Walden as parang isa sa mga pinakadakilang intelektual ng ating bansa. So for them, parang nagmamatch yun. Parang someone Yodi with, you know, a lot of labor experiences on ground, and then someone na may parang academic excellence whatsoever. Pero si Marcos never niya in-address yung Isa or Lenny Sara movement. No. Um, I don't think you will. I don't think you will because that would um, i-ano niya eh, parang bibigyan nila ng leg, kumbaga ang discussion that this anything that is not unity parang ganun as much as possible hindi nila bibigyan ng leg yung mga narrative na yun that's why it was really surprised kasi nung nag um, i don't know if it was Batangas but uh, but recently lang yung mga recently Luzon na nandun si Sara she was asked about dun nga pairing up sa, pairing her up with other um, candidates says ang sagot niya lang no comment parang ganun Diba Pia, hindi naman siya no-comment person. Sarah is everything but a no-comment person. But um, she is like that now. And parang yun nga, um, they will try to evade that discussion kasi it will break into the myth of we are united. Kaya malaking bagay sa akin kanina na nag-post si Mayor Sara ng ganun. Kasi ibig sabihin, it's getting to them or may nangyari or they think that malaking bagay yun. So... Dun, dun, yun, dun ko nakikita yung mga indication of how much something affects them. May, na, may nakita nga akong analysis kasi yung dun sa Pulse Asia na the last survey January, si BBM di ba 60%, si Sarah 50%. So even if both of them are top, are the top of their lists, si uh, Professor Arugay pointed to the discrepancy na bakit 60% yung kay Marcos, si, si Sarah 50% lang. So may 10% needing translate BBM to, to Sarah. So yung kanyang analysis was, That's why it would be beneficial for Sarah not to completely rebuke yung Isa or Lenny Sarah. Kasi daw, it seems that while Marcos is benefiting from the Sarah pool, Sarah is not benefiting as much from the Marcos pool. Kaya uh, at least kung, example, yung Isa, makatulong sa kanya sa NCR where malakas rin naman si Isko. Even if hindi, siya, hindi pa niya na-overtake si Marcos, 23% siya sa NCR. I mean, the fact na in Manila, di ba? I mean, he, she could still get a bit of some votes from the ISCO supporters. Yeah, tsaka yung mga um, solid Duterte allies sa local, they would be quick to say we are for Sara, pero hesitant silang magsabi ng Marcos kasi nga hindi pa nagsasabi si Presidente. Eh, for many of them, kailangan munang magsabi ni Presidente bago kami gumalang. Correct. Kailangan nila ng marching orders. I remember 
Dahil nga sa sinabi mo lang, no, may natandaan ako before na medyo naguguluhan sila nung at the time na filing of COC since biglang um, winidraw ni um, Senator Bongo yung COC niya. No? So parang yung mga tao sa ground, they, they didn't know who to support. So I think big factor din yun kung, kung sino yung support ni President. Eh. Kasi dun, dun, I mean, yung mga undecided na solid Duterte supporters will definitely back kung sino man yung anointed one niya. Tapos fed lang. Saka indicator ito, din, indicator din yung pagiging anti-BBM ni Banat Bay. Yes. Oh. Diba? Yeah. I mean, diba? There is a whole discussion that can be done about the bloggers mm-hmm. and, you know, ang kanilang role sa disinformation. Pero, view it from the lens of bakit ka biglang, an- hindi naman bigla, or bakit ka anti-Marcos? That's an indicator. Sino? Sino yung anti-Marcos? Mm. Who is fueling this? Who who in the Duterte camp? Pero ka bang mga ano, suspicions, Pia? Oo, oh, mayroon. It's not, it's actually not one person, no? It's different people with their own principles. Talagang in their history, hindi nila talaga ma-bring themselves to support a Marcos presidency. Like, let, uh, first of all, si Lito Banayo, inamin talaga niya na uh, he really can't, for the life of him, diba, support Marcos presidency. Kaya siya umu-okay, umu- isko. Si John Castrochones, uh, even the mga dadatus, I'm sure the the uh, a lot of Mindanao allies na, like you said, yung memories of martial law in Mindanao, naalala pa nila yun. So, I think talagang it's not something na inutos ni Duterte, oh, hindi tayo Marcos. I think it's something within them that is telling them that hindi nila kaya yun. Um, kasi diba, I mean, all pragmatism would point to supporting him. Kasi dominant mm-hmm. siya, 60%. I mean, how can you argue against that? Pero there's something more than that. And uh, ako, I'm convinced for most of them, it's principles. Well, at least uh, that comforts me that principle still holds a place in the election. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's very true. Kasi diba, recently, yung mga Arroyo, ex-Arroyo officials, ex-Ramos officials, for example, Arroyo, you, you know, Arroyo is supporting the Marcos Duterte tandem, but some of it, some of her former officials is supporting ano, Robredo. Mm-hmm. So that really explains sa parang hindi naman totally, alam mo yun, market and endorse ay kukunin na agad nila. So I think hindi lang sa Duterte administration, it also speaks to other administrations. Yeah, that's why I would be really curious to know kung sino yung ibaboto ni Duterte. Sino yung isa-shave niya sa balot? Alam mo yun? Parang, or, or MA na lang ba? Parang, I won't vote for Pia, MA. balik ka na ulit sa Davao City, tapos tanong mo. <laughs> oh kasi yun yung precinct niya, no? Oh my God. Reunion kayo doon. Same precinct ba sila ni Sarah? I'm not even, I think they are the same precinct. I remember. Basta, I remember covering both of them, eh, na nag-vote sila. Oh my God, so interesting doon. Sino kasi yung, yung tandem niya? Hmm. Any wild guesses? <laughs> Oh, you got it. Pero kasi initially, ba, gusto niya si Robredo eh in before yeah. all of the Awayan, the martial law and the drug war. Mm-hmm. Nag-work naman sa family, family history naman nila is ano anti-martial law talaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, si Nanay Sotay. Oh. Ay actually yun yung hinahabol namin kay Mayor Sare. Sana hindi niya mapanood to para hindi niya iwasan si Bea sa Iloilo. <laughs> ah, actually good question yun. Nanay Solen. Kasi nakilala na naman yung lola niya eh. So we had the relationship naman talaga. Sige. Ayun. Okay, let's read from the comments. Meron mo interesting comments diyan. 
Kasi may mga nagsasuggest ng mga tandem nila. And um, I guess nga, it really does go back to yung what Rambo said that your tandem really reflect reflects who you are as a person and your values. So uh, interesting talaga what tandem will come out in the 2022 elections. I mean, marami tayo, I think during the campaign trail, magkakalabasan din naman yung, yung mga, di ba, where they, where their similarities lie, where yung pala parang these two, kahit from different tandem sila, they agree on a lot of the same things. So I think uh, we will know more about kung ano yung mga tandem na lalabas. And so interesting siya. Um, any last thoughts from anyone before we wrap up? Um, ako ano, ang magand- magandang pag-usapan yung mga ganito kasi Mar- Marcos would have all of us think that he's his entire campaign is built on the, on unity and lahat tayong Pilipino nagkakaisa. It's a good thought. Dapat naman talaga magkaisa tayo. But at the end of the day, opposition is good. It's vital to democracy. At kailangan nating ipaalala at pag-usapan na hindi pa pwede yung gusto nilang utopia na lahat. And we, we also have to keep drilling this kasi he presents himself as a unifying leader when in fact, all evidence points to you being a polarizing leader. So, right. di ba, parang masyadong grabe yung opposite end ng kanilang kinuhang branding. But it's working. So, kudos to whoever came up with that. May nagtanong na ba sa kanya about that? Yung, aren't you the most polarizing? Not the most Yes, um, um, he was asked that, but uh, siguro ready na siya sa tanong at sinasabi niya lang na ready naman daw siyang makipag-work kahit kanino. Um, pero kung ayaw nila, wala na siyang magagawa. Something like that. Makes you think, no? Kung sino mananong VP, kung hindi si Sarah, can he work? So he'll work with them. Kahit sino mananong VP. Sabi nga, yun ang sinasabi niya. Kaya, kaya nga, maganda rin yung sagot ni VP Robred. Kasi parang sabi niya, ako open to reconciliation ako sa kahit sino, ganyan-ganyan. But the condition is, sabi nga ni VP Robred, there is no reconciliation without justice. So, umamin ka muna. Umamin ka muna, isoli niyo muna. And that's a condition for many people. And he would rather just um, sweep that aside and make himself as if hindi ako yung mag-unify. Inisip ko nga baka yun yung narrative ni Marcos na parang I'm the unifying candidate and it's Robredo who's the polarizing. Kasi, di ba, parang siguro... Well, actually, ba- that, that, is, that, that is the narrative of his supporters. Kunyari, kanina, um, di ba, nagkagulo sa Iloilo kasi nga nag, nag-postpone sila sa gimbal high school because that's a dep and property and bawal mag-rally sa dep and property. And Congressman Janet Garin, Aquino's former health secretary, parang ang sinabi sa interview ay, alam mo dati, ako tsaka yung mga kapwa ko, politiko dito, hindi kami sold kung Marcos kami. Pero nung nakita namin kung paano api-apihin si Marcos ng mga pinks, ganyan-ganyan, parang solid na kami kay Marcos. So yeah, Um, na-pick na up na nila yon Sinadjust uli natin sa Na-pick up na nila yon na pagmukaing si, si VP Robredo yung polarizing candidate. And, you know, uh, at the end of the day, ang sitwasyon naman talaga ay polarizing naman ng politika. Oo. Polarizing naman ng politika. Parang lokohan naman tayo kung magsasabing any of them will unify us all. Hmm. Alam mo, isa din yun, yung sinasabi ni Liga na pinagmumukhang masamang tao si VP Lenny Robredo. It also traces back to her role as vice president. Aside from being the vice president, kasi under the Duterte administration, she's also the opposition leader. So she's hmm. also expected to, alam mo yun, 
magbigay ng ano ng thoughts niya i-counter yung mga questionable or magbigay ng mga comments about controversies relating to Duterte. So yun ginagamit ngayon until this come at the very campaign. Kanina halimbawa, I don't know if sa ang rally, yun yung nabato yata ng fly, ng flyer. I don't know if it's flyer, an photo ngabat binabato daw ng flyer ni ano ni VP ng mga support ni VP si Marcos. And some of my relatives and friends are sharing that post na parang Ah, tingnan niyo yung kandidato niyo, napakasama talaga. Tingnan yung mga supporters niya. Inapi-api. So that really works on their favor from Duterte up until Marcos. It was really an effective, you know, campaign tool for, for this uniteam, di ba? And if Lenny, Sarah Manalo, Sarah magiging, in a way, opposition leader. <laughs> Oo, tama. So, tignan natin kung magiging same effect. But yun, uh, that is uh, our discussion today. Kung narinig niyo, we discussed splitting of tandems, mixing and matching, which is really a trait of a Filipino voter. And makita natin in May kung yung official tandems ba mananalo or may ibang tandem na mananalo. So uh, again, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Campaign Convos. Till next time. Goodbye. Hi, it's Pia Renada again. For this episode's End I Quote segment, Here's an excerpt from Vice President Lenny Robredo's doorstop interview last February 11 in Calawan, Laguna. She is asked about ROSA, or Robredo Sara, an unofficial tandem formed by some of her supporters in which she is paired with Bongbong Marcos's running mate, Sara Duterte. Ma'am, sorry, sa pa. Ma'am, kung po sinabi ko niya, representative sa Sara na is endorsing Robredo and Duterte. What would that be like, ma'am? at this point, meron pang 88 days bago ng eleksyon. So ngayon, ginagawa natin yung lahat para yung tandem namin ni Senator Kiko yung lumabas. Pero kami naman, ang mandato, ang mandato magkagali sa tao. So kung ano yung mandato ng tao, kailangan natin yung gampanan in the best way possible. Dapat pagkatapos ng eleksyon, tapos na yung politika. At kailangan mag- magtulong-tulungan kami. Uh, whoever yan, whether ako, whether si Mayor Sara, kailan publikasyon namin makapagtulungan. Kasi kung mag-aaway kami, yung lugi yung taong bayan. Thanks for listening!